0: you a three-minute digest of what happened in china's business sector this is china business now by 21st century business herald hello everyone i'm stephanie lee coming on to this program hong kong exchange is set to erode our new dual counter model in june and china keeps benchmark lending rates unchanged for ninth month here's what you need to know about china in the past 24 hours Hong Kong Exchanges and Clarence announced over the weekend that it will launch the dual counter-model and market-making system in its securities market on June 19. wherein investors would be able to begin interchanging securities listed in both Hong Kong dollar and renminbi counters. Securities on both counters will be of the same class and can be transferred without any change of beneficial ownership. The move will support the trading and settlement of yuan-denominated securities in Hong Kong, the HKDX said in a statement. The dual-counter market-making program in its securities market, which is expected to spur the liquidity of B counters and cut down on price differences, will also be rolled out on June 19, the exchange operator said in a filing. It will hold testing and practice sessions this month and in early June to help market participants adapt. HKEX added that it will review the initial list of dual-counter securities and dual-counter market makers in due course. Highlighting the benefits of these latest measures, HKEX CEO Nicholas Ackerson said it will give insurers and investors more choice, it will enrich Hong Kong's renminbi products ecosystem, and it will support the ongoing internationalization of the renminbi. HKEX introduced a dual-counter mechanism in December. Since the beginning of this year, Hong Kong-listed companies have accelerated their applications for yuan counters with a number tallying 24, including Tencent, Alibaba Group, Ping An, Technology and HKEX have applied to trade their stocks through the dual-currency counter. Hong Kong is the world's biggest market for the offshore yuan, processing about 75% of settlements involving the currency globally. The city had 1 trillion yuan in offshore yuan deposit as of the end of 2022, according to central bank data, versus 718.3 billion yuan in 2020. China announced Monday that it will raise the basic pension payment for retirees in twenty twenty three, marking nineteenth consecutive annual increase. The average monthly payment of pensioners of enterprises, government agencies and public institutions is set to be lifted by three point eight percent from the twenty twenty two level, according to a circular jointly issued by the Ministry of Human Resources and Social Security and the Ministry of Finance. China Europe freight train service has witnessed a solid growth of 17% to reach 5,611 in its first four months of this year. Data from China State Railway Group showed. About 609,000 standard containers of goods were transported, up 32% from a year earlier, the company said. In April alone, the number of China-Europe freight train trips increased by 25% year-on-year to 1,459 and the trains carried about 160,000 standard containers, up 45% year-on-year. Moving on to some regional highlights. China's first deep-sea floating wind power platform, the CNOC Guanlan, successfully connected to the grid in Wenchang oil field in Hainan province, marking a new milestone in providing green power for use in the offshore oil production, said its operator, China National Offshore Oil Corp., on Saturday. Installed in an offshore oil field located 136 kilometers from Wenchang, Hainan province, CNOC Guanlan has an installed capacity of 7.25 megawatt. After being put into operation, it will generate an annual average of 22 million kilowatt hours of electricity, all of which will be used for the oil field power consumption. And it will save an annual 10 million cubic metres of natural gas and reduce carbon dioxide emissions by 22,000 tonnes per year. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future The opening ceremony of the 2023 Greater Bay Area Science Forum was held in Guangzhou, capital of South China's Guangdong province, on Sunday. theme Bring Together Wisdom, Bring Together the World, the forum features 15 sub-forums with focus on scientific and technological innovation, artificial intelligence, nanoscience, high-energy physics, biomedicine and marine science. Initiated by the Alliance of International Science Organizations and hosted by the Guangdong Provincial Government, the event will run through May 23 and has attracted nearly a 100 academicians and leading experts from China and beyond. China successfully sent two satellites of Macau Science-1, a space exploration program into space from the Jiuquan Satellite Launch Center on Sunday, the first space science satellite program jointly developed by the Chinese mainland and Macau. Macau Science-1 has the capability to complement the observations made by Europe's warm satellites and China's first seismo-electromagnetic satellite Zhang one This collaborative effort allows for a more comprehensive understanding of Earth's low-latitude magnetic field and space environment changes, as well as facilitates the monitoring of the South Atlantic Anomaly. Next on industry and company news, China's big three telecom giants report that combined 5G users exceeding 1.2 billion by the end of April, with China Mobile adding up to 698 million, up by 1% from March. However, the operator saw its mobile services users reach 982 million in April as the number of additional customers of the month shrank to a mere 25,000, a huge drop from March's increase of 4.11 million. Meanwhile, China Telecom saw its mobile subscribers' numbers increase by 1.49 million to 400 million in April. Its 5G subscribers rose by 4.02 million to 287 million for the month. And China Unicom said the aggregate number of 5G subscribers in April was 227 million, up by 4 million from March. China saw a spike in consumption on May 20, one of the country's Valentine's days. Hotel bookings on May 20 soared fivefold compared to a year earlier, compared to Chinese online travel agency com. Also, box office tickings totaled 3.03 million yuan on May 20, an all time record for the occasion. And Yunnan province, China's largest producer of flowers, said its output of fresh-cut flowers surged 30% ahead of May 20, the week before Valentine's Day. The price of roses in Yunnan jumped 20% to 30%, with that of special and rare flowers doubled. Tencent WeChat has officially launched WeChat Palm Pay on Sunday, which allows users to perform palm payment on face-recognition devices. In order to make payment, users need to bind their WeChat accounts to the device and record their palm print. The Beijing subway's Daxing Airport Line has officially launched the first project for palm recognition boarding service on Sunday. Micron technology has failed China's cybersecurity review, so the U.S. memory chip giant's products will be banned in the country. Micron's products have severe network security issues, which pose a major security risk to China's critical information infrastructure supply chain and impact the country's national security, the Review Office of the Cyberspace Administration of China announced yesterday. The review aims to ward off cybersecurity risks that can harm the security of China's critical information infrastructure, the CAC said, adding that it is necessary to protect national security. Switching gears to financial news, China kept its benchmark lending rate unchanged for the ninth consecutive month in May, according to the National Interbank Funding Center on Monday. The one year loan prior rate, which influences the most new and outstanding loans in China, came in at 3.65%, and the over five year LPR, on which many lenders base their mortgage rates, stood at 4.3%. A proposal by China Vanke to issue up to 1.1 billion A shares has been accepted by the Shenzhen Stock Exchange, according to the proxy giant on Sunday. The new shares will be issued to no more than 35 specific investors to raise up to 15 billion yuan, which would be used for 11 real estate projects in 10 cities. And wrapping up real quick look at stock markets. Chinese stocks started the week with healthy advances as the benchmark Shanghai Composite rose 0.4% and the Shenzhen component gained 0.3%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index jumped 1.2% and the Tech Index bounced 2.1%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.